Eight senses, the seconds turned to hours as if to extend the pain they promised. The trees became electric, their branches snapped as if to attention, as if a fibrous thread of muscle tight as steel ran through the sap and suddenly tautened in fury or fear. They clenched like fists, then released themselves, and the air filled with leaves and twigs and the sweet, sickly aroma of rotten fruit. The blast of the cannon came to her, bringing with it a new odour, the sharp smell of cordite and burning. Overhead the sound of wings, the frantic cry of birds, flapping, flapping, flapping. A shape forms before her line of vision, floating down from the sky, tears of blood against pure white, close enough to touch. It falls with the speed of a single descending feather, slowly, almost gracefully. She can see the red, deep and real, on its feathers. She can see the bloody gore around its neck, where the blast removed the head. At the back of her skull she can feel herself screaming. But there is no noise, there is no pain, there is no sensation at all. The world has become nothing but this single occurrence. A headless dove descends in front of her with an unearthly slowness. She watches its neck twitch frantically from side to side. She sees the blood pump and spill from its still-beating heart. The drops fly slowly through the air, perfect red pearls, half-frozen in their motion. They spatter her dress, her skin. She can see the red on her arms, sense it sticky on her neck. As she screams, she can feel the light red rain on her tongue, and she cannot stop herself tasting it, fresh and warm and salty licking the roof of her mouth in an automatic reaction whose very thought starts to overturn her stomach long before the physical sensation becomes real. Time pauses. There is a moment when the dove is frozen in front of her as if to say, This is the point. And then the seconds become real again. It falls to the ground with a sudden brutal flop, and as she begins to retch, she knows that this event, though only the precursor to other worse happenings, is one which will mark her for the rest of her life. In another time, a young girl vomits dryly in the courtyard of her ancestral home, the small shattered corpse of a dove at her feet. Outside, the sound of arms, the smell of blood. La Soledad. Doña Caterina watches her ghost recede, slip slowly away in the afternoon sun. There is a sudden anger in her, why now? Why do the dead not lie buried? Tears prick the corners of her eyes. She feels ashamed of the sour, dry taste of stale mantanilla in the throat. A little lunch, a drink from the plastic container the part-time maid buys around the corner, sweaty, sleep-filled afternoons. But at least the dreams had stayed away, for years, almost to the point where she could forget them. A sound draws her attention. For all her frailty, her eyes, her ears remain as sharp as ever. In the corner of the courtyard there is a movement. She watches as a figure darts behind a tangle of purple bougainvillea and scrambles for the far wall. It is half hidden by the trees. All she can see is red, red everywhere, no face, no identity. A deep red, the colour of dove's blood, she feels the anger rise still further in her, strains her hands against the arms of the wicker chair, and lifts herself upright. Her bones ache, 
She grips the old cane she must now use always, and her incapacity fuels her fury. Shit! 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 She screams through the open door. The sound echoes around the tiled courtyard. Her voice comes back to her like the cawing of a crow. The tears prickle her eyes afresh. You thieving little shits! You prey on an old woman instead of working for a living? You come here! I give you what for! I shove my stick up your ass, you little shits! There is a rustle of leaves from the corner of the courtyard, a grunt of exertion. The red figure lifts itself over the wall. She feels relief and shame for realising it. These are her days, to wake, to eat, to sleep, then to count the pesetas to make sure she can do the same tomorrow, and now to shout at young thugs who come to rob her. She sits back in her chair.